0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Like A Deus Go podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan, and with me today, we got Ben.
1: We don't know how to record this. <laughs> we
0: don't. Uh, we got Vinny. Hi. Who is also going to be called Trolley today. And we got Patrick. Nah. <laughs> hey, was it wasn't your signature, yeah.
2: It was uh, I had to take a swig of apple juice. I was trying to do that fair. before I got to my turn. Ah, oh, fair
0: enough. So uh how's everybody doing today? Starting with uh starting with Ben.
1: I'm doing great, Jordan. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic, buddy. How about you? You're supposed in to go there? We're supposed to go back and forth for like thirty seconds you... saying, I'm doing pretty good, how about you? I'm doing pretty great, how about you? No. Uh,
1: I have a keyboard here.
0: Are you gonna hit me with it?
1: Yep.
3: (laughs) (laughs) How about I smash this glass on your head, Jordan? Alright, that's too violent.
1: Yeah. How about get a plastic cup instead? That that's how blood gets involved and we don't want blood. T V P G. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you. How about I smash this
3: this cup on Uh, your head, Jordan?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He pulls up a plastic cup (laughs) with a straw. I hope I hope I hope you drink milk through that and let the milk go bad in there like all those plastic cup straws
1: god no he drinks beer out of it actually
0: i want that cup for beer now (laughs) 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 but y'all know those bowls that are like that that have the straws in the bowl Uh so it always goes bad when i yeah growing up uh my brother's house he always had those for his kids and they were neat, but I was always so... St- I, even as, a, like, a six-year-old, I didn't want to drink through those because I just knew you'd get a chunk of old milk coming out of there. Like, it's so gross. But they all drank from them, and it's just it's gross. Thinking about it now is still gross. Yeah. Like, those yeah. things are always gross. Like, yeah,
1: I just no got, got really, like, bad shivers thinking of getting a chunk of rotten <laughs> fucking <laughs>
0: milk. Yeah. Like, it's that's so gross. It's like, it makes you shiver. It's like, bad. Like, ugh. So, um, anyways, I guess we'll go ahead and jump into our topics for the day. Okay, so, apparently, fans may be delighted with uh, a surprise game that's going to be coming from Nintendo, supposedly. So, a Tokyo-based Wall Street Journal reporter, his name is Tak Takashi Mochizuki, I almost said Takahashi, <laughs> um, his name is Tak Takashi Mochizuki, he claims to have learned straight from the source that Nintendo has at least one more unannounced Nintendo Switch game for 2019 that quote-unquote fans would love or fans would be delighted to know. Uh, The Wall Street Journal reporter shared the tidbit of news via Twitter, inviting followers to share their hopes for which of Nintendo's many franchises would be the subject of this new game, supposedly due out during Nintendo's 2019 financial year, or between April 2019 and March of next year. It is likely that Nintendo has shared this sliver of news with Mochizuki so as to give fans and prospective new customers something new to look forward to in 2019, now that the hotly anticipated Metroid Prime 4 has been set back in development. Because, as you may remember, we talked about that last week. Um, there was a delay on that. Or rather, they scrapped it and started all over fresh with uh, Retro Studios. So, And the original tweet from the guy as well uh, says, Nintendo said it is preparing at least one unannounced title for the Switch in financial year 19, which is April onward, that fans would be delighted to know. What would that be? Reply to your thoughts, please. And to me... That's go- that, that, that implies a game in a series, of course. Um, and the only thing to me that makes sense right now is Metroid Prime Trilogy. But that also may not be a surprise, if necessarily, because we're kind of all expecting that at this point with all the rumors. So if it's a surprise game in a series, one of their IPs, that fans would be delighted to have well, that could be something like Star Fox that could miraculously be F-Zero I kind of doubt it'd be F-Zero but it could be um, it could Nintendo be a whole lot of things Nintendo doesn't
3: seem to know what people actually want so I don't know if they're claiming okay, that they do though something...
0: sometimes they do though look, look, at, look at both the Zelda remakes on the Wii U those yeah. are literally just people okay. asking for them and they got them so they, But at they the same do. time,
3: people have been asking for a new F-Zero since the GameCube, and we have not gotten one. You're
0: not wrong. Um, you're not wrong.
3: So, And think about this. Mother 3 still has not had an English release, and even yeah. Earthbound has been re-released since.
1: Well, here's what I think could potentially be the case here. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's really a new game entirely. And I say this because of two things. Earlier this year Anuma was joking with someone else about Skyward Sword on the Switch. Mm-hmm. So there's the potential that it could be that. But also, Metroid Prime trilogy on the Switch has been heavily rumored.
0: Right. Yeah, that's logically that's the first thing. And that given comes to the
1: my timing mind. of this rumor leaking in the recent update on the development of Prime Four. Right. I'm gonna lead heavily on it being a port of the
3: trilogy. Right. I would be okay with that, honestly. <laughs> and see,
0: also, if it just if they're disregarding the prime trilogy thing and like, oh well, you know, that's already been rumored, we're not gonna talk about that and give more leaks to throw out there. If what you said about Scar's Sword may come to fruition, I honestly I haven't played Scar's Sword in a very long time. Um, since my let's play. I I played it twice and once was the first time and the second time was my let's play years and years ago. Um and I really really liked the game. All right. The controls may not be the best, but I never had a whole lot of problems with them. It was a genuinely fun Zelda game. It was it was, it was fun. And to have that, you know, come out again, re-released, uh, have a remake would be awesome because that, that's a very good way to play the game again. Um but More than likely, this would be just Metroid Prime Trilogy. That's the only thing that would logically make sense in the current situation with, you know, like Ben said, the cancellation of the uh, previous project for Metroid Prime 4 and it being passed on to Retro Studios now. But also, Retro Studios has been working on a game forever now. And we know this. You know, they've been working on some sort of secret game for ages now. That also would make sense if what they've been working on is a full hd remaster of metroid prime trilogy and this just tying into that you know that would that would make sense now i guess it could be something completely different than retro has been working on maybe a new ip completely or something but if this winds up you know being what they've been working on and it winds up being just a, a full hd remaster of all three games one i you know i shit my pants the second I saw that, of course you, know, you would. Not just a sing- not just a simple port, but a complete HD remaster. I'd shit myself. You know, that would be fantastic. But also, uh, yeah, I actually don't know what my also point was. I would just, I would just shit myself. But yeah, that would uh, be really cool to see. Regardless, it would make sense for it to be something Metro Prime trilogy related.
3: Imagine if it was something out of the blue, though not like something that's either been no, something out of the big or... blue. <laughs> I'm not talking about F0 this time, Jordan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Either some some old game that has like some cult following that would get a complete re-release or something that's newer that has a huge fan base that people have been asking to be on Nintendo for a while. Something like Say, Skyward Sword. Sky Skyward Sword Sword sure, but I was thinking like um Kingdom Hearts. If that got ported to the Switch, a lot of people would be happy. I don't see Kingdom Hearts 3 running on that though. I mm, don't see Kingdom Hearts maybe 3 Maybe not 3, but able to everything run prior to it probably could.
0: Potentially, yeah. I c- I could see they would have a hard time I think running Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, One maybe, but Kingdom Hearts 2 I think did have trouble with. Everything else...
3: Why would it have trouble with 2?
0: Because PS2's more difficult to emulate, isn't it? Somewhat. Unless you have a good processor, and isn't the Switch just an Nvidia Shield tablet? I don't know how um how well the emulation on the Shield tablet is at the moment, so that's just my guess.
3: I don't know off the top of my head, but I've I feel like if Square really wanted to, they would find a way to make it work.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm sure they would. They'd you know, be able to figure it out somewhere or another.
3: But I mean something random would be cool. I guess Because, as far as I know, uh Nintendo hasn't said that it was something they themselves were making. They or their second parties.
0: No, but it's implied it's a fan of a c se- of the series would be delighted. That should be something from Nintendo like that just like first party. It it that implies it should be first party. Wasn't clarified or you know Maybe. confirmed, but
3: I don't know because we just have to wait and see.
0: <laughs> I would think Metro: Prime Trilogy or something related to that, but uh, yeah. Going from one Nintendo thing to another, uh, you got something else here, Vinny, too.
3: So, anybody who has the Nintendo Switch online knows that one of the NES games that are inc- is included in that is Dr. Mario, and when we first got the Switch online me and Jordan played a bit of Dr. Mario and we enjoyed it a lot a lot more than I thought we would. Uh so I was really happy to hear that Nintendo is planning a Dr. Mario game for for uh, smartphones. I think it's called Dr. Mario World or something like that. Yeah. Um and I don't have any details as of yet. Granted it's been a few days So there may be something that I've missed, but uh, they are planning to release it sometime in the summer, early summer, I believe, which would be great. Looking forward to playing more Dr. Mario.
0: See, we all love Dr. Mario, or a lot of people love Dr. Mario. Um, I personally don't love Dr. Mario. The online RX version on the Wii was my favorite. But actually having Dr. Mario on the go, on the, the ease of access on your phone... Is actually pretty cool. Like, I I think it's, you know, weird to see Nintendo games being put on phones and stuff, but Dr. Mario is a very fitting one because that's easy to pick up and play on the go. You're waiting in the doctor's office. You're waiting in line at DMV, something stupid like that. You literally can just open up Dr. Mario and you endlessly play that, you know, just single player. Just keep playing until it's either your turn in line or until you die, whatever. That's easy Mm -hmm. to pick up and play and... Knowing Dr. Mario and the way they do their stuff, they're probably going to have like a story mode type thing in there. Probably. That you can progress through and all that type of stuff. With um, the name Dr. Mario World, <coughs> to me, that kind of implies.
3: There's definitely going to be some it. kind of social activity built into yeah. it with a name like that.
0: Right. I would think it's got more to it than just, all right, well, here's just plain old Dr. Mario. That's it. There's going to be a lot more to it, I would think. It probably will be a very beefy dr mario game is what i would expect um and it'll be really good if it has you know multiplayer with your friends oh that would be perfect (laughs) that would be pretty cool because you know just chill and play some dr mario with your buds online as long as it's done
3: like an actual game of dr mario and not like you do one pill and then your opponent gets to gets x amount of time to react by placing one of their pills that would be stupid
0: Yeah, I I don't think they've ever done something like that, and I don't think they will. I think they'll try to keep it, you know, realistic. (laughs) That would be ridiculous. Now, I do know some people don't like that, though. You know, Dr. Mario. Oh, it's just a a shitty game. It's just a mobile game. It's not going to be
3: good. And I mean, I I understand not liking mobile games, but if it's a franchise you already like, at least give it a shot. I mean, like, yeah. there's no guarantee you're going to like it, but there's no guarantee you're going to like Dr. Mario plus whatever bullshit the Switch adds to it yeah. whenever they have an actual Switch version. Yeah.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, Dr. Mario is a very good game for them to choose to put on a mobile platform. Yes, definitely. At, at least it wasn't something like, uh, I mean, I mean, they've made Mario work. Oh, it yeah. Super Mario Run, I think yeah, that's they, called? they
3: made Mario work, yeah.
0: So they made Mario work on mobile. Dr. Mario makes complete sense being on the mm-hmm. less an easy game to play. It's like playing Tetris on your phone. That's easy to do. It's fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I'm looking forward
1: to it. Me too. I think it'll be pretty good.
3: Hopefully.
0: Up NXT is NXT. Shut up, Jordan.
1: That was the worst possible um, segue that you could have done. I couldn't come up with
0: anything better. Uh, okay, I look, can tell. look, look. It's time for Ben to just take
1: over this podcast. All right. Anyway, uh, so January twenty sixth and twenty seventh, uh, we had NXT Takeover and we had the Royal Rumble, and those were some pretty fun shows, especially NXT Takeover. It was uh another like just. Uh, fucking home run for uh for for wwe with that show um opened up with war raiders and undisputed era
2: which by the way they had a they had a pretty awesome entrance to war raiders not gonna lie
1: oh yeah entrance the... was amazing the match was insane hansen is all right vinny jordan look up war raiders hansen and look at the size of that guy. Yeah, he's, he's and, and massive. once you see the size of that guy, there's something that I want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. And while you do that, like the entrance they had like an army of Vikings of like ten people like oh slamming God. down to the beat of the mm-hmm. music. And then <laughs> yeah. oh no. it was just so great. Like they right, have so like, a guys... build up. It's great.
1: Yeah. So you guys you guys see the size of that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That man was doing cartwheels and flips. <laughs> what?
2: He's the light heavyweight of the tag team, basically. He's the high flyer.
1: And he's also the biggest man. (laughs) He was the biggest man in
2: the match, alright. right.
1: Okay. And he was doing flips and cartwheels and shit.
2: (sighs) He's very, very agile for a man his size.
1: But, man, man, coming out of that match, I legitimately just, I looked at my dad and I was like, who the fuck is going to follow that up?
2: Oh, you because that
1: match was just so good, and I mean obviously it did get followed up later in the night. Oh yeah. But man, what a, it's such a fucking barn burner. You underestimate the, power to open the NXT show.
2: superstars.
1: Yeah. I venture to say O'Reilly and Strong are the best tag team in the entire promotion right now. Mm. Um, um, yeah, I could see that. Or at least top five.
2: Oh yeah, top five for sure. Majority of the best tag teams are in NXT. There's like not really ones that could match them on the main roster except for like maybe
1: Usos. Now, man, I don't know Undisputed Era versus the Bar. That'd be hey, ooh, That'd be great. The Undisputed Era and the Usos would be pretty awesome as well. And we never got to see them with Revival.
2: Huh. Yeah.
1: That's unfortunate a little bit. Uh, but after that was Riddle and Ono. That was a a really good match. It wasn't like anything super crazy outstanding. It It was just another way to build up Riddle
2: as a main star in NXT. It's basically what it served as.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, And again, like I said, it had a very unique finish. Yeah, it did. Having uh, Ono tap out to strikes. (laughs) Then, the match of the night (sighs) NXT North American title match between Johnny Gargano and Ricochet.
2: Oh, no. How can you these even, how can you even guys. talk about it? How can you even talk about this match without trying to go into all the spots they did?
1: You know what, Patrick? Do you, <laughs> you want to do that? <sighs> I'm going to let you take it away.
2: Oh, I don't know about that. There's like way too many shits to go over. Cause Basically, if you watched Halftime Heat, that was basically a quarter of what these guys did. There's yeah insane spots all over the place. Like, they just started Yeah, I,
1: I, Like, I, I don't even think I can really put into words how amazing this match was. I feel it's definitely a match that you have to go out of your, your way to watch.
2: A lot of flips, a lot of lettuces and a lot of near falls, a lot of hard strikes. Just, whew.
1: Yeah. A couple slingshot DDTs. <laughs> what was it, a brain buster to the concrete? <laughs> yeah, I've exposed to concrete. Just... At- <laughs> an insanely amazing match, so good.
2: It's like Johnny Gargano. I was dare to say is like probably the best story of like ending two thousand eighteen and going into two thousand nineteen as a character of himself, because he's really not wanting to be evil, but he kind of has to deep into that dark side to win, and he doesn't really want to, but now he's kind of embracing it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Seeing that change in his character has been, uh, it's really been fascinating. Over the past couple of months, and uh, seeing seeing him and somebody else uh, slowly start uh, inching towards being, uh, Good God. you know, a, a tag team again, which we'll get into that a bit more later. But uh, up next, we had Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair.
2: It's hard to follow up, but that wasn't a bad match either. It was a very solid match. It showed yeah, the strength it, it, of Bianca Belair.
1: Yeah, it was it was a solid match. Like, I mean, it, you know, I mean, it's probably a three star match at most for me, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's not a bad it's match. It's still at all. a it good fine. match. It's still a passable match. You know,
2: I think it was just I don't I don't really like where we're sandwiched in the car though. That's kind of it's kind of rough.
1: Yeah, but I guess it's also kind of in that spot where it's like okay, it's a bit of a breather before the next match. <laughs> um. But, yeah, like, their, their styles weren't going to be, like, as crazy fast as you would have expected the previous matches. You know, obviously Shayna Baszler coming from an MMA background. And Bianca Belair basically, you know, being a homegrown WWE wrestler. Um, But then next next up, oh, man. Oh, man, it wasn't Match of the Night, but it was close. It was a damn good one. Ciampa versus Black. Oh, man. Talk about a match. There's another spot to the concrete in this match, too. Gargano. Shades of New Orleans, huh?
2: Yeah, it does. That uh, New Orleans is rough, though. That but, really rough uh, yeah, that
1: that was a pretty awesome match, too. Ended with uh, Tabasso Ciampa retaining the NXT title. At the end, Gargano came out with his North American title. And uh, they they got to hold gold together again.
2: And then what you didn't see on the air, it was cut off the air. You saw like Aleister Black and Ricochet come out. And then Adam Cole and the Velveteen Dream. And they was, all six of them started brawling, went to the back, got split up. And then Triple H had to an intervene and they made a match for halftime heats. They're basically doing their halftime show, the Super Bowl, because they made a very great ad saying, why would you want to watch? They're basically, why'd you want to watch this shit when you can watch six of the greatest athletes in WWE today performing a massive six man tag team match during the halftime show? And I'm like, Fuck yeah, that sounds like a better yeah. show than shitty halftime show Super Bowl had.
1: Yeah, which, I mean, look, the halftime heat match, might as well say it right off the bat, such a good match. Oh yeah, it was. Better than I feel like it had any right to really be, but...
2: They had to start off quick. Man. They, they only had such a little time, so they had to start off
1: boom, 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 boom real quick. Just phenomenal. They were doing a bunch of crazy shit. Oh yeah. Definitely a takeover level match.
2: The NXT Takeover is like usually like the past like three years. I feel like it's always like the highlight of the entire big, big uh, weekend for
1: Re- the wrestling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and like the weakest one, I want to say, was Brooklyn 4. But even then, that was not a bad show by any means.
2: Yeah, it was a really fucking solid match. I really, really solid pay-per-view. Like all of them are, basically.
1: Uh, So next up, we had the Rumble kickoff. Not really much to write home about here. Uh, Rude and Gable defeated Rezar and Scott Dawson.
2: Because they were just thrown together for whatever reason.
1: Uh, Nakamura defeated Rusev to win the U.S. title in kind of a screwy finish. Yeah. Uh, And then Buddy Murphy defeated uh, Kiritozawa, Hideo Itami, and Callisto in an amazing fatal four-way for the Cruiserweight title.
2: The Cruiserweights are always on the pre-show, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're always on the pre-show, but uh, they also always put on some really good matches on these pay-per-views. So they do. Cannot complain too much. And then next up, uh, we had the start of the actual Royal Rumble. Asuka and Becky Lynch had a fucking awesome match. (laughs) That easily probably one of the best matches of the night.
2: Interesting finish they had there, but it was soon be rectified uh, later in the night.
1: Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. Um, yeah, it was a total babyface versus babyface match, and, um, you know, I, I, I didn't really see it at first, but the more people pointed it out, definitely felt like NXT Asuka in there. Can't complain about that. Uh, Shane and Miz versus The Bar, the, you know, that match was nothing super amazing. It wasn't bad. It was, a, it, it, was, it was a match with Shane McMahon in it.
2: Sweet see him do that. in Sweet In a, in a match that
1: they, they didn't need to change the titles in.
2: Yeah, they had a. and in Man did a really sweet shooting star press, though. Like, that was great.
1: That he did. Yeah, that he did. Uh, Ronda Rousey defeated Saucer Banks to retain the Raw Women's title. That match was pretty awesome, as well. Yeah, it's, match it's was actually really
2: good. And yeah, when you have a. You can have a MMA fighter as your champion on the main roster, but it actually shows up every day, almost every week, and has good matches, and yeah. knows how to actually wrestle, and actually cares about the company or something i mean, sure there's probably more people that more deserve the title, but at least she actually tries. Unlike uh, another piece of shit on that roster that doesn't deserve a title.
1: But anyways, um, Becky Lynch won the women's Royal Rumble in what was the worst match of the show. <laughs> First of all, I I have to say too long, seventy two minutes too long. <laughs> yeah. Also very sloppy, but you know it got better towards the end, and uh, the right woman won for sure. Poor Lana. Becky Lynch going to WrestleMania.
2: Poor Lana. Yeah, poor Lana. I will say that Man- that Mandy Rose spot was <laughs> that was that was great.
1: I can't remember what was the Mandy Rose spot.
2: Uh, basically they had a power bomb. Basically, Mandy Rose got eliminated, and then she power bombed Naomi, but her feet was on the didn't touch the ground, so she started crawling out the barricade. She starts doing that, jumps on the stairs, and right when she's about to get in the ring, Mandy Rose just pulls her feet down, and then there you just her, to know just everyone starts shitting on her so badly because of that. Oh, yeah, that. I thought that was that was fantastic heel heat right there. That That's how you get heat.
1: Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Okay, so a lot of people are saying this match is worse than what it what I feel like it really was. Now, I think the finish was stupid, because who the fuck asked for Eric Rowan? But, like, I thought that match was fine. I enjoyed it. You know, Daniel Bryan retains, which he should have.
2: It's just, like, kind of easier for more, though. That's what I feel. Especially that shit ending.
1: Yeah. Uh, next up was probably Tied with Asuka and Becky Lynch as my favorite match on the show. Lesnar and Balor. I know Patrick's going to disagree with me, even though he didn't watch it, but that match was awesome.
2: I didn't. Uh, I, Lesnar I, sold his
1: ass off for Finn and made Finn look like fucking gold.
2: I didn't watch it for a reason because I knew it was going to win, and that would have upset me even more. It's
1: still still a really good match, and then uh, Rollins won the men's Royal Rumble, going to face Lesnar at WrestleMania.
2: Yeah,
0: I, I really we'll hope in that Lesnar. situation that Rollins wins against Lesnar. He
1: should. He should. They can't. They cause, like they can't do the same finish that they did at WrestleMania last year, because that was really just it was bad and it killed the entire crowd. Yeah, it I mean, they can try and do it, but...
2: I'd be very upset if away. that happened. It'd happen. be a huge
1: mistake. But yeah, overall, that was a really... That, I, I'm not going to say it was a really good show. Yeah, no, I am going to say that it was a really good show.
2: I know, I enjoyed, some, I enjoyed the men's like Royal Rumble and like some of the surprises we got there. We
1: there got, really like, wasn't some... that many surprises in there, other than what? Aleister Black, Pete Dunne, and Johnny Gargano?
2: We had some, like, you know, some... Moments like, oh, there's Jeff Jarrett. Coming I, out. I guess
1: you can consider Nia Jax a surprise.
2: Yeah, it was uh it was real hype when uh, she got hit with the super kick six one nine into an RKO. I was, I was top tier.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, overall pretty good show. Really good show.
2: Nothing to really ride home about it, and anything interesting. It's just like, yeah, it's just standard rumble. Nothing like too crazy of spots. Apparently, Kofi Kingston botched a spot with uh, Xavier Woods.
1: Yeah, he did. Yeah,
2: that was... Oof.
0: Okay, so... I mean, I know we're talking about something completely different here. Y'all been talking about, you know, NXT TakeOver, uh, you know, Royal Rumble, all that stuff. But uh, I do want to bring something up real quick. It's a very good... Uh, it's a very good point. Um, this is something I've held on to since October 12th of 2016. Oh, my God. Um, just, just give it a listen here. Why um,
3: did Brock Lesnar win and Summerslam?
2: because Vince uh, hates his own product. He likes to kick the eyes of his fans that he enjoys watching to be sad.
0: Okay, what about this one then? That's
2: basically it. <laughs>
3: Hello, sir. I, I just need to know why did Brock Lesnar win at SummerSlam?
1: You saved <laughs> these voicemails? It's because
2: Vince is an utter prick and is completely out of touch with the product and should retire and never touch wrestling ever again.
0: All right, all right. Well then, I have one more for you, Patrick. What what? What about this one?
1: Hey there, buddy. Uh, I just like to know one important thing. Why did Brock Lesnar win at Summerslam?
2: That's because Vince wants to run all his co- all his uh high talented stars out of his company to much better promotions like Ring of Honor, New Japan, and all elite,
1: all all elite, all how, elite. How, how many how many times did I call you and leave that voicemail?
0: No, uh, that was three three different voicemails. Um, How many other times sure to, though? I think that was the only time because I've made sure to save every one of them.
2: <laughs> Shit,
0: because they're pretty funny.
1: That's amazing. Yeah, I'm glad my dad gets to hear those now. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, all you,
2: all you fans, uh, if you want to keep your subscriptions, you can to watch the old classic uh, WWE shows like old Raw and Smackdowns when they were actually good, and watch for the takeovers, main roster stuff. Mm, you, you can, you can like watch highlights of that on YouTube or something if you really want. If you want interested in a match, then try go right ahead and watch I mean, it. I don't know. Wait I do I thought after.
1: this was a good show.
2: It was. It's just like, eh. And there were some good matches here and there, but sometimes it's just like... Nothing, like it felt kind of underwhelming, like how Royal Rumble should be. There's like not too many insane spots that happened. In my opinion, at least. I did enjoy that... Uh, whatchamacallit, what was her name? The Casey spot where She's pretty much like doing a handstand, walking on her hands, then I wrapping her legs around the ring post and just climbing up.
1: (laughs) That part, I didn't care that much for. That was sweet. Because at that point, we had already seen spots like that where they're trying to save themselves from getting eliminated three times.
2: Yeah, but that was the best one. To the point where
1: by when Kofi came out, I just didn't care anymore.
2: Yeah. So Machinima's dead now, so... uh...
0: They are. They are. After how long?
2: Uh, apparently when I first looked it up, like, their, I don't know when their YouTube channel started, I'm assuming it started, like, 2000, late 2005, 2006, maybe, but there have been a company since, like, January of 2000, from what I saw.
1: Wow. Like,
0: they've been around for a long time. 19 years.
2: Yeah, so basically, um, two weeks, according to you, like, two weeks ago, all Machinima's YouTube content, the catalog, stretching 12 years, like, 12 full years, of, like, videos and hard work people put into them. Just gone. Just just completely shut down. Just taken offline.
0: Yeah. Just... And everything gone.
2: All because uh, they were, like, shuffled over to Otter Media by AT&T, who uh, apparently bought... Who apparently bought an acquisition of Time Warner for $81 billion, and I guess Machinima was part of the Time Warner, or whatever it was. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Warner, uh, Warner Brothers owned Machinima.
2: And I just sold and... that along with the other stuff. And now everything's gone. You can go on the YouTube channel. The logo's different, which I don't even know how recent that logo change was. But you everyone recognizes the red M and whatnot. And like a lot of people's videos at the start. A lot of your YouTubers that you probably know or heard of or watch were a part of Machinima or had affiliation with Machinima at one point in their careers. Because at the start yeah. of YouTube, that was the one place you had to go to for extraordinary gaming content.
1: Yeah, so it wasn't out, until, what, the game station?
2: Yeah, until people found out the contracts kind of suck for the machine one. You're kind of restricted and doing whatever. But the time being, it was decent, pretty good. And Sanity was,
1: not included. Yeah, there was, there was
2: some really good, like, original content on there, like, you know, Mortal Kombat Legacy was on there, Halo 4, Ford, Until Dawn, Street Fighter, Assassin's Fist, and then there was also, like, you know, internet shows on there, like, RB and the Chief was on there, Sonic for Hire, Sanity Not Included was in the thing. I remember the Best Friends Played, uploaded quite a bit of stuff there, that's how they really got their name out there. And it's just, eh, uh, I don't know, I'm pretty sure all of us, like, everyone that, even, all the, like, the young'ins that watch YouTube, that are listening to this podcast, and whatnot, or everyone in this call at least saw, like, one video, or at least a series from Machinima that they are interested in, or had, like, fond memories of like and uh, just more I mean, over yeah, how shitty this, this yeah is for like
1: me. i mean i used to watch machinima all the time there's several series on machinima that i used to watch very consistently and at some point just about <laughs> you know everyone but a couple people that i subscribed to on youtube were partnered through machinima yeah and if they weren't partnered through machinima at that point they you know and you know I like hutch for example when I started watching Hutch, he wasn't he wasn't partnered with Machinima anymore, but he, he was at some point. Hell, he even worked in their offices.
2: Yeah, it's not just a silly YouTube channel that some old people might look over and say, like, oh, it's just a YouTube channel, who cares? This is like a big corporation, like, they're making lots of money off of, like, their videos and, like, the sponsorships and doing all this other stuff. And it's just like, I mean, wow, 12 are years of gaming footage, just everything, all the videos, all the content, all people, like, poured their heart and souls into just gone because company just said, nah, just get rid of it. Just looks useless. Get rid of it.
0: And I saw a lot of people on Twitter, like, they had no idea, but suddenly, you know, their contracts are gone. They just had no warning. Suddenly, ah, nope, gone, done. And everyone's, like, really confused about, like, why? Yeah. Do we not uh, get any heads up? Why did we not get any warning? We just suddenly, boom, you're fucking yeah, fired. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, the
1: you know the uh the fighting game youtuber maximilian yeah well the reason he randomly got dropped by his mcn is because they were machinima wow this was like a week or two before all of a sudden all the videos were gone wow and so once all the videos were gone and people connected the dots with those two things it's like oh shit machinima's gone
0: yeah.
2: I just think it's really shitty of like, the company owners that bought them out to do this, like, why the, like, why? why, it wasn't hurting anything, why not just, like, have it there, is it really gonna cost you so much money that you're just gonna, just pretty much cancel a lot of people's, like, you know. Well,
1: the reason I'm reading is potential legal liabilities, because you gotta figure, all these channels that do gaming content, what are the possibilities of, like, there being... Licensed to music that could potentially open up AT&T to a lawsuit and blah 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 blah. It's just a whole string of legal liabilities that I guess they just were like, okay, we don't want to get into it. We're shutting you all down.
2: They could have at least given notice to everybody. Like a month. it was like, hey.
1: That part some, they should have. Uh, yeah. Due
2: to uncertain, due to on, uh, due to some business circumstances, where you had to shut down this channel. But you have a month to like archive these videos, do whatever, enjoy them for as long as you are. But after this month passes, it's done. Sort of like, um, you know, a certain really cool, really genuine down-to-earth YouTuber did and probably like a year ago. God, what was his name? He has a million subscribers. Really cool guy. Goes to Retroplooza as much as he can. One of the best YouTubers. Who is he? Had a beard. Completes games 100%. A lot of them then pretty much breaks his body and trying to for entertainment of the fans. That that 100% guy. That, that's that's And Gerard. Yeah. he really good YouTuber. I don't know why they couldn't follow in his footsteps or anything. It's not like... I guess the company has, has so far up their asses that they care more about money than what people think, but that's that's all corporations, unfortunately, nowadays.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, whether you liked them or not, and whether they had bad business decisions with how they partnered people and did contracts, you can't deny the impact that it had on YouTube and gaming in general. It just kind of sucks that they're gone now.
1: Yeah, it is a bummer. At least something positive to the situation is that hopefully some of these people... Uh, had had their stuff archived. I know Arby and the Chief was archived.
0: All right, so we had a little issue there, technical issue, we had to sort out, but uh, we're good to go. Um, now we got a bonus topic to talk about real quick. This is something that came out this morning, um, or at least as far as I'm aware, came out this morning. Um, Xbox is apparently putting Xbox Live, or Microsoft is putting Xbox Live, on the Switch, iOS, and Android, which is
3: really
1: yeah weird. So. You want to know something that I think would be really cool that I think this could possibly be extended to? Hmm. So if they're putting Xbox Live services on the Nintendo Switch, iOS, Android, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like this could be gearing up to Game Pass, not only including you being able to actually download the games to your system, but including streaming as well from any platform that has the device on there. Maybe.
0: So, using the Switch like an Nvidia Shield tablet, then. Yes. Like what it Basically. is built after.
1: Like you could play Forza on your Switch. It'd be through internet streaming, so it wouldn't exactly be perfectly. But if you're sitting on the handheld, you're downstairs, you want to play Forza, you have an Xbox Live account, maybe you have your game save in the cloud, you can download it to the Switch through Game Pass and play your save cool. file of Forza Horizon 4 through Game Pass on your Switch.
0: Or stream it on your, on your phone. Or you know, on your phone. iOS an Android. Yeah. You can get yourself a Bluetooth controller, pair yeah. that up to your phone and do that. That would be cool. Yeah. Now...
3: Don't know how well it would work, though, on the phones, but...
0: Yeah. People doing this, I was seeing people saying bringing achievements to the Switch this way or something. Like, how would that really work? Like, would that sync up with the games you're playing on your Switch then,
1: or... like? Well, you know how Xbox Live... On PC, it can detect any game that you're playing and puts mm, it on your
3: Xbox Live profile. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know it could do that.
1: Oh, I thought Jordan <laughs> did know that because we talked I didn't. about it before. Um, I, okay, well, I forgot it then. I forgot stuff. I have an excuse um, because
3: I've never actually had an Xbox. So in my yeah, own.
1: if you have a Windows, if you have Windows 10, and you sign in with your your Microsoft account, um, it'll detect any game that you've been playing. You know, Minecraft. Any Steam game, whatever, we it'll detect that you that played before, it, now. Uh, and put it on your Xbox Live profile. It won't, it won't detect achievements, but it'll show up there as a game that you played. Right. So maybe it'll be something like that. Except, well, you know, maybe they'll also program it to include achievements. I don't know. Maybe they that's... just want to grow in game database, or it's in conjunction with Super Mario Odyssey coming to the Nintendo Switch. Wait, or the Xbox One. <laughs> I was about to say
0: that's already on It's
3: already out on the Nintendo Switch. It's been out for over a year now. I played it. It was fun. Gonna shut my, my mouth now.
2: I mean it'd be interesting to have Xbox Live on like a Switch and iOS stuff. It would just be like show the world's like, hey we're allowed to do stuff and Sony would just be there, disgruntled be like
0: Exclusivity.
2: That's the way <laughs> the future. Exclusivity. It's like it's crossing their arms. And their I just corners. don't understand why fuck video game consoles can't like just be built together. Sure, you can have exclusives on your system, or you can only play on there, but like just have like open stuff. Like if you have multiple games that run pretty much in the same server, just let them be cross-play with everyone. Don't There's
1: look, don't have to buy look, the same Patrick. I have an answer as to why you can't do that. Because people are jackasses. And Exclusivity.
3: <laughs> That's fine for first party things, but if it's third party. Yeah, I don't see the point. Like, Rocket League, that that's pretty much available everywhere.
2: It's, like, it's like the yeah, same it's game. Who the hell cares? I'll people. show you
3: what's available everywhere. And just have a I'm coming to still a store under- near you. I still don't fully understand why Rockstar doesn't let you play GTA online. Cross-platform. That's a good question, Vinny. It
2: should be a setting to where it's, like, you can, like, set it to, where like, oh, do you want to have it on your own console, or... Nintendo exclusive or have it cross-platform with everyone because I guarantee there's going to be a lot of people like, well,
1: you can't do that with shooters because
2: it would be unfair because
1: PC would just win automatically because they're the best. They would. Fuck that. Fortnite is cross-play with every system. I know.
0: Yeah, but 90% everybody plays on phone.
1: (laughs) A shit ton of people still play on PC.
0: Yeah, and they're the ones that are higher-scoring ranked people. But you have a bunch of
1: people that are playing on phone, a bunch of people playing with controller, and a bunch of people playing with keyboard and mouse. Right. And yet, there's been no complaints about how that clashes.
0: Well, I mean, you're not going to have a four year old complaining about not being able to shoot shit. Realistically, shoot shit the here's
1: the issue get good. That's all <laughs> there is to it.
3: Pick whatever you're comfortable with, and then. Like, if you're play good at a that. game, you'll be good at a game. I'm terrible at shooters no matter what setup I use. Exactly. So, there's really no excuse. If you want to play the game, play the game. If you want to play with a controller, play with a controller. If you want to play with mouse and keyboard, play with mouse and keyboard. It shouldn't matter because it all comes down to how much the person enjoys and plays the game no matter what setup they're using.
0: That's fine. I mean, that that just enjoying the game doesn't matter. Um, and I think Fortnite doesn't go along with it very well or doesn't count because that's everyone literally plays it on every fucking way they can. And no, yeah, no one complains about it there, but the argument of uh people on pc always winning i i think that's somewhat accurate because i can go from playing i'm 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 better at playing pvp games or not pvp but shooter games on pc than i am on console you know i can i can aim better and i feel more comfortable playing with mouse and keyboard than a controller but if i go and play call of duty online on ps4 or something i can do fine you know i won't I won't necessarily be leading the uh, leaderboard, but I won't be the last, you know, three people there. I can be competent. I go and play on PC. I'm dead last every single match, no matter what. And Moreno and I experienced the same thing online in PVP and Destiny Two. He was actually really good in PVP, um, in Destiny Two on PS4. He would usually lead the the leaderboard, but. Going on PC, he's god-awful no matter what he does. He's a little bit better when he goes with, you know, a controller. But on PC, it's just fucking god-awful. And that's because people are able to play better on PC. Because they have better controls. They're able to get the most out of it.
1: Okay, but you just said that he has mostly played it on PS4. Right. If you mostly if play you have- it with a controller, and you have not played enough with a keyboard and mouse, you are going to suck. Because you have True. not played with that controller configuration.
0: True, that the makes The people sense. on PC yeah. that
1: he's playing against are automatically going to be better because they have had more experience with the game on PC.
0: But when he switches
3: to a controller to play... On... Because
1: he's played with the controller more often. Right, no, I'm he's saying... He's more comfortable
3: he should, with the controller he should, than he is the mouse and keyboard.
0: Yeah, he should do an astronomical amount better, not still be at the bottom. He does a little bit better, but it's not anywhere near as good as he was on PS4 oh example.
1: never mind. I, do you get what I'm saying? Now like, I get he, what you're saying. Use, I thought you were saying a, mouse and keyboard. I didn't think I didn't think that you meant like plugging in a controller to the PC. Okay.
0: No, he'll he'll go back and forth. But for the you know when he needs to actually win the match or try to or something, he could use a controller and do a little bit better. But for the most part, still does god awful whether he uses mouse and keyboard or controller. People on PC are just better than him at the game, and better than me at the game. I used to be okay. You know, in PvP, on Destiny 2, on PS4. But we go to PC, we just do god-awful. No matter what. And I've been playing, you know, with mouse and keyboard controls and games for a long time. Um, and like I said, he does do a little bit better with the controller, but it just doesn't make enough of a difference. He still is god-awful, even with the controller, the way he's been playing it forever. I don't know. My my argument for, th- for this, I guess, is just trying to say that I think people on PC do play better than people on console because they have better controls and they're more fine-tuned. They can fine-tune their setups. Everyone can use the same controller, more or less, but mouse and keyboard, that can range quite a bit, and I think people can get the most out of it that way and be better. That was very long and drawn out for no reason. <laughs> but it makes sense. Okay, yeah, that, that, like, I, I was trying to make sense of it and not make it take so damn long, but...
1: Also, uh, but before before we stop and go into the other stuff, there might be one last topic we should bring up real quick. Oh no, what is that, what? The FBI is investigating Discord, a $2 billion chat app, for a cybercrime problem, and a possible emerging issue with child grooming. Why? Uh,
2: <laughs> oh, what?
1: What? Basically, um, pedophiles. Please give me a link for this. A search warrant unearthed by Forbes detailed in an FBI uh, investigation in Ohio into a particular Discord group called Hell's Gate. It's the first evidence the agency has probed similar uh, cybercriminal activity on the site.
0: Oh, so basically f- demented twisted people are going to ruin Discord for us. Yep. And Discord's going to get taken down probably.
1: <laughs> Wait, hold up. So this fucking Discord group called Hell's Gate you can pay, You, they have subscription plans that they're offering through Discord to send you people's fucking emails, games, like, a, a bunch of pirated shit, and a bunch of fucking accounts.
2: Oh my god. Jesus. Because, like, I see the screenshots, I'm just wondering, is that how the, the FBI There's got like, group- all the data? Managed to get all these info and
1: like see how i would guess too so maybe like okay hey here's a tip you know go to this discord server and then they 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 go in like with an undercover account or something like that i guess that's how it would work there's another discord server where people talk about shoplifting activity like they just take pictures of the shit that they stole and then there's a marketplace where they sell the shit
0: okay so what this boils down to is there's a lot of cybercrime going on and discord servers that they're trying to work on shutting down that's that's what this really boils down to yeah they're being, they're being investigated and they're shutting down these servers which is and, good and, and, and hopefully and, that doesn't lead to discord being shut down uh, okay
1: so the child like, grooming thing starts with a case, a search warrant from 2017 which detailed the case of a 22 year old dude who was trying to talk to a 12 year old
0: okay well we don't need to keep reading into it more we've got the gist of it um, yeah Yeah, so a lot of bad shit is taking place on Discord, sure. Yeah, I mean, that's not surprising. I'm not trying to downplay it, but this shit happens anywhere. Anywhere there's a place, people will do this. They will do the worst things you can imagine. So, I mean, this isn't surprising, surprising, but what's good is the FBI is investigating it and Discord is cooperating and trying to get this shit shut down. Hopefully they do. Hopefully they get their platform cleaned up and prevent this from happening in the future. I would that's appreciate the hope. that because I appreciate Discord as a whole. Um that is our primary way of communication. Skype. And uh yeah, we don't want to go back to Skype. I don't want to go back to Skype. Uh Let's go to yeah. Teamspeak.
3: I would take that over Skype.
0: Yeah, probably. It's good that they're being investigated on this stuff. And good that they're trying to clean this up. But man, that's pretty dark. Well, that was two bonus topics for the day. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and take a quick break, and then we'll jump into the stuff we've been doing. All right, welcome back, folks. We're gonna jump into stuff we've been doing. Which, by the way, I forgot to mention, we change it from games we've been playing to stuff we've been doing. It's um, that, a very minor, unimportant, you know, difference, but essentially. It's not only games, it's just what we've been up to, basically. That can include just whatever we've been up to the past week. I mean, it's the same thing as before, just not only video games. Um, now, sadly, I haven't been up to a whole lot besides video games that's really interesting to talk about, so...
1: You boring motherfucker!
0: Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. I am. Thank you. That, uh, that leads me into talking about some boring people. No, not really, I don't know. I was trying to come up with a transition, I couldn't. You, you tried. I tried. So anyways, I've been playing, uh, well, this past Friday... No, no, it wasn't Friday. Um, Saturday, I played some more Mario Party games with our buddy Chris that we've been speaking to a bit more on the increasingly lately. And we played... We started out finishing our game of Mario Party 5 that we'd had going. Uh, Then we tried out Mario Party 4, and he liked that quite a bit, except uh, his main gripe was you can't play as the characters that are in the background on the menu, like... You can't play as a shy guy with a top hat or whatever, all that stuff. That was just that was a that was his biggest gripe because he should be able to play as them or a boo in a tuxedo, whatever it was. Um, and then we went to Mario Party Three because I haven't played Mario Party Three since I played it with Patrick last. Well, so you're all disgusting.
2: Uh, why? You finally play the good ones, and I'm not there.
0: I mean, we'll play it again when you're there, but I mean, we had to try it at some point. We did, and. That was fun. I got to say, I, I genuinely forgot how fun Mario Party 3 is, I guess, because I just don't play it a lot, because I'm scared to play it with you, because you're just going to put me in dead last, and, whether you want to or not. Basically. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Mario Party 3 is good. It's probably the best. <laughs> it really is good. Uh, it's hard to believe that that's an N64 game, how good it looks. Everything's so sharp. Uh feels very modern in terms of the other Mario Party games, but it's N64. It's crazy. It really is. Uh, it's surprisingly good, and, like, definitely shows, or I definitely see why it's Patrick's favorite Mario Party game, you know, plus Waluigi. Um, yeah, we did that, and uh, that was fun. Then, just recently, uh, last night, actually, uh, Patrick, Vinny, Fire, and myself, we were playing Tabletop Simulator, and we did our usual stuff, you know, We went through Sorry, uh, Yahtzee, and all that stuff. And I decided to look up and see if I could find us a good trivia game, because uh, I like trivia. And there were two pretty fun trivia games that people have made. One of them was an easy one, where you get, you know, it's it, you get a question that's randomly generated from a database. Um, and it just pulls it up and, you know, gives you the question, and then you get four answers that you can choose from. And so you just basically guess or you know, and whoever has the most points at the end of the round wins. Um, It's a multiple-choice trivia game. Neat. Um, The second one uh, is a little bit more different and probably a little bit more fun. This one uh, takes advantage of the additional tablet device in Tabletop Simulator, where you have a website there with a question trivia generator um, that works quite well. You roll to see what category you get, you roll another dice to see which question you get, one through six, and then, you know, you figure out the question. Um, the only thing is, it's not multiple choice, you just either have to know the answer or you don't. Um, and you have a set of six cards, for one for each category, and whoever is able to get rid of all their cards first wins, so... You know, you you answer a question for history. Well, you throw out your history card. You answer a question for geography. You throw out geography geography card, so forth and so on. Um, and that one works quite well. Um, it's a lot of fun. Some very good questions, and you learn a lot while you're playing it. So we were playing that a lot and had fun with that. Cool. Um, and yeah, that's uh, really about it. I haven't really been playing much else, I don't think. Besides, uh, you know, Mario parties and that. How about you, Ben? What have you been playing?
1: Uh, So, I have been playing quite a bit of Yakuza 0. I plan on trying to finish it sometime this week. What a fucking game.
3: <laughs>
1: that game is so good. I'm getting, uh, what, like I'm at Chapter 12 right now. And, oh my god. Or no, I'm at Chapter 13. And oh my god. Everything is starting to get connect between both Majima and Kiryu's storylines in such an interesting and intriguing way. It's just, oh god, it's so fucking cool. Just so absolutely fucking cool. And, you know, just an amazing story mixed in with some tremendous gameplay. And, like, just all the different fighting styles you get and, like, the variance between them. You know, it just makes it really fun to mix things up.
2: But the real question is, have you been doing those cabaret clubs?
1: I have not, Ah!
2: You got to, that's the best part of the game.
1: Uh, Oh man, just all the brawling and all the different styles that you can switch between. Just keeps it fun. Really enjoy the music, and uh... Man, yeah, just a fucking... Just a really good game.
2: But which fighting style have you been using for Majima?
1: Uh, for the most part, I've been going with the bat, the slugger <laughs> style, because it's just fucking fun to 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 use that heat finisher. Yeah, it is. Where I you just f- whack them on the top of the head and then swing yeah, the bro. bat right in their face.
2: For my personal preference, I think uh, the breaker is his best ability.
1: That 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 one is a fun fun uh, style. Just got a master score, scoreboard, well. I
2: think four or five times and just keep spamming triangle and you just keep spinning like a little mini circle all around yep that's yep. the that's the, that's the yep. best way to get rid of a that's board of that's so enemies. fun
1: that's so fun it's the best way i need to, get to go back like to using that soon
2: multiple enemies at once because that that's gonna help you later
1: on and then with kiryu i mix his up a whole lot more than uh than what I do Majima
2: yeah his beast one is gets really good as, if you power up quite a bit but I do like his oh his
1: beast one is I- incredibly overpowered for me at the current moment oh yeah
2: focus on it it's gonna happen to you
1: yeah um and then what I've also been doing I I started reading last night a uh, King of Strong Style it's Shinsuke Nakamura's biography so far it's a really good book um so far I've just gone through. Uh, him, him like first getting into pro wrestling uh, in junior high. Him actually joining the wrestling team in high school. You know how to read? Yeah, yeah. I went to Top. school.
0: Oh, okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, uh, him uh, doing wrestling in university, and uh, like the effect that his father passing away had on him, and uh, then his his uh training in the New Japan Dojo. And his first debut match. And uh it's all been really good, really interesting insight on uh really like what those guys at that time in New Japan around two thousand, two thousand two, uh you know, were going through in terms of the training and that how strenuous it was. So yeah, it's a really good book. Uh if you like pro wrestling, specifically Japanese pro wrestling, and are a Nakamura fan, uh I'd pick it up. Cool.
0: Well, Uh, Vinny is running out of time, so we're going to go ahead and let him go first real quick before Patrick, uh, since he only has two things. I guess Patrick only has two things, too, but just in case Vinny runs out of time. So,
3: go ahead. So, the other day, I ended up getting the uh, copy of Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time for the N64, specifically the 1.0 version. Uh, I ended up ordering a copy of that and getting it in the mail the other day, so I've been playing that. And I'm,
0: as well as some S-Video cables.
3: As well as some S-Video cables, which I was not expecting for another month. <laughs> so it's coming from the N64 and it's looking pretty good. But um, I've been playing through that. I've been trying to get 100% roughly because I'm going off of memory and hoping for the best. <laughs> but um, just today, a little bit before um, we sat down to record... I finally got my chance to start playing Kingdom Hearts 3, and who boy? It. The gameplay, specifically the combat, is a lot better than I was expecting. People were complaining, or, uh, I remember people being worried before the game came out that Sora was gonna be too floaty, but I don't think that's the case. Um, and the gummy missions are. Not entirely on the rails. You can set your destination as you could in previous games, but instead of having to fly, instead of having to fly on a set path every time, you can, um, you can basically fly through the world, the world map, and you can end up going to the complete wrong destination. (laughs) Uh, like, the last world I was trying to go to was the, um, Toy Story world, and I ended up going to the Tangled world instead, which was the complete opposite direction, and I don't know how the fuck I did that. Um, but, yeah, so far it's a lot of fun. It's a little bit of being pulled all over the place early on, but that's because it has to try to bring, like, six different stories together, because we decided to let an art Director, or an art uh, character there's no,
0: designer. There's that's what no we. There's no we. That just happened. S- okay. That's Square decided just to happen. let
3: Tetsuya Nomura direct this game series, so he decided to let the story go all over the fucking place. Yeah. So, it's art, Vinny. It's art.
0: Okay. It's art. You it's a mess, understand. is what it is. No, it's art. You wouldn't understand. Speaking of art. I'm gonna paint you a picture of a prince of Episcopalia.
3: I'm gonna paint a picture of a dark moon. It's one of Patrick's games, you idiot. I, I've, I've seen... been
2: going through that Martin Louis Menz's dark moon at a very sluggish pace. <laughs> like I should have been done with this two weeks ago. Yeah, but you've like also really been working slimy. a lot.
3: Yeah, Patrick, you've been working a lot.
2: Still, I don't find that to excuse for me. I need a get through this fair enough you know what but, I mean, there's no use apply. trying
3: to talk about working too much to the person who went to work in negative 40 degree weather in yeah, shorts
2: negative 45 degree weather when I, when I was like last week wednesday
0: and khaki shorts because he doesn't like khaki pants
2: i don't have khaki pants and that's all i had for khaki stuff so buy I a buy fucking that. pair of khaki pants i was my the only thing i was freezing was like my fingers and my hands it was terrible I'm only outside for, like, maybe 20 seconds running into the store and out.
3: You're just lucky you didn't yeah. get sick.
2: Shit, I don't get sick that often. I'm not like Jordan. I don't get, like, a one, one small cough towards You're me, and wrong. I end up dying of sickness a week later.
0: You're not wrong. I
2: do that. I've only been... I just recently only beat the third world, and I think I'm, like, the fourth world. Which I think I might be the second-to-last one, hopefully. I'm gonna try to finish it this week. I just haven't been in the mood to do anything past couple weeks to be honest yeah more or less I mean, being like really tired
0: yeah tired from the cold you're you're being forced into hibernation because of the cold yeah not wrong like the freezing cold weather up there is just forcing you into hibernation
2: and I've just been playing tabletop last night and that's really it yeah. just did the same thing stuff with that him stuff that I mentioned earlier. Said earlier
0: yeah
1: I guess that wraps up
2: today's
0: episode of the lacatesco School Podcast is this
1: the shortest episode we've ever done
0: probably an hour and 17 minutes so far um, yeah very well could be I thought it was longer than that it felt longer um, yeah I guess I'd like to thank you all very much for tuning in this week um, you can find me on Twitter at you can find Ben at Vit Sigma. Vinny at Vinny plays vlogs Patrick at Assassin underscore volt.
1: You won't find nothing.
0: And also, be sure to follow the official Twitter account for the Like a Podcast at Like a Days Cast. That's L-A... Is it, well, actually, I can't see it. No, Patrick's saying it's annoying. L-A-C-A-D-A-I-S-I-C-A-S-T. Um, slide into our DMs if you so feel. Uh, DMs are open. And uh, we will see you guys next week. We'll